Radio. This is Bobby with your Catholic News headlines for the week ending the 24th of January 2014. In this week's news, Pope Francis requests prayers for world leaders gathered at the Geneva II conference. Ukraine Greek Archbishop calls for peace in Kiev. The federal government announces an initiative to curb divorce rates. Caritas Australia responds to foreign aid funding cuts. And thousands rally in Washington for an end to abortion. Pope Francis has once again made an appeal for peace in Syria this week with the Geneva II International Conference for Peace in Syria commencing in Switzerland. The Holy Father called on those gathered at his Wednesday audience to pray for world leaders who were beginning negotiations to resolve the Syrian civil war, which has left more than 100,000 dead and millions displaced. Vatican Radio reports. Prego il Signore che tocchi il cuore di tutti perché... Speaking at the end of his weekly general audience, Pope Francis said, I ask the Lord to touch the hearts of all parties and participants, that, looking only to the greater good of the so sorely tried Syrian people, they might spare no effort to reach as quickly as possible the cessation of violence and the end of the conflict which has already caused too much suffering. Auspico alla cara nazione siriana Un cammino deciso di riconciliazione. The Holy Father went on to say, I hope for the dear nation of Syria that it undertake with conviction the path of reconciliation, concord, and reconstruction with the participation of all citizens, in which everyone can find in the other not an enemy, not a rival, but a brother to welcome and embrace. No un nemico, non un concorrente, Ma un fratello di accogliere e di abbracciare. The head of the Ukrainian Catholic Church, Major Shevchuk, called on his countrymen to join in prayer for peace and unity on Wednesday, the 96th anniversary of the Ukrainian independence. The call came in response to this week's violent anti-government protests in Kiev, where at least three protesters have been killed. Police and protesters have been clashing since Sunday night as the government forces attempt to end the protests. Major Archbishop Shevchuk called on the government to listen to the Ukrainian people and for protesters to use non-violent means of protesting. With great dismay and sadness, we witnessed the events taking place at the moment in Kiev, he said. In view of these exceptional circumstances, I would appeal to all the faithful of the church, the Ukrainian people and all, all people of goodwill, in the name of God, stop the bloodshed. Violence was never the way to build a free and independent state. Bloodshed will never reconcile hearts or bring a positive outcome. The Archbishop ended his address saying, I call everyone to prayer for peace within our country. May the Lord of peace, the Lord who has given us his peace, be with you all. The federal government has this week confirmed a $20 million scheme to help reduce marriage breakdown in Australia. With one in three Australian marriages ending in divorce, the Social Services Minister Kevin Andrews told the Courier-Mail that the government plans to implement a one-year trial offering newlywed couples a $200 voucher for marriage counselling. Mr Andrews said the initiative aims to strengthen relationships, create more stability and a better environment for children. The evidence shows that strong relationships between parents 
make a substantial difference to a child, Mr Andrews said. Australian research also consistently finds that marriage and relationship education assists committed, married, engaged or cohabitating couples to move through the phases of their relationship with improved relationship skills, strengthening relationships for up to five years, he said. The subsidy can be used for marriage and relationship education and counselling, similar to marriage preparation programs currently compulsory for those wishing to marry within the Catholic Church. The 12-month trial will be available to 100,000 couples starting on the 1st of July. Caritas Australia has expressed disappointment with the federal government's decision to cut $650 million from the foreign aid budget for the remainder of the financial year. In a statement released this week, Caritas Australia CEO Paul O'Callaghan said the funding cuts will put a strain on efforts in Africa, the Middle East, Latin America and Asia. For half a century, Caritas Australia has walked in solidarity with the world's most vulnerable women, men and children, Mr O'Callaghan said. We are resolute in our mission to honour the dignity of the people we serve. Despite this unforeseen mid-year change to our partnership agreement with the government, we remain committed to promote peace, justice and dignity for the poorest of the poor, he said. Mr O'Callaghan also highlighted the success in Caritas Australia's aid efforts, including food and security gains in Bangladesh and East Timor over the past year. Mr O'Callaghan urged the federal government to re-establish a sound basis for effective long-term partnership through its budget planning for the next four years. Meanwhile, over in the US, thousands braved sub-zero temperatures on Wednesday to show their opposition to abortion at the 41st Annual March for Life in Washington, D.C. The rally included speeches from politicians, guest speakers from a number of evangelical Christian communities, a concert by Catholic artist Matt Maher, and a focus on helping women experiencing unplanned pregnancies. Pope Francis tweeted his support for the March for Life, stating, I joined the March for Life in Washington with my prayers. May God help us respect all life, especially the most vulnerable. Madeline Vella, an Australian missionary in the US for Generation Life, was present at the march. It was absolutely freezing. The temperature was minus 12 degrees Celsius, and there were hundreds of thousands of people marching in the nation's capital, both in protest against abortion rights and in celebration of life. The March for Life is relevant to Australia because at the heart of the reason for marching is the dignity of the human person. This is a universal message written on the heart of every single human being because we are all created in the image and likeness of God. Abortion must end all over the world and the March for Life in DC really witnesses to the importance of standing up for the right to life. This includes, and especially, needs to be focused on our unborn brothers and sisters. The annual march takes place on the anniversary of the US Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade decision, which disallowed most legal restrictions on abortion in the United States. US President Barack Obama released a statement on Wednesday reaffirming his commitment to abortion access. President Obama also recently announced plans to meet with Pope Francis on the 27th of March in Rome. The discussion is planned to focus on poverty and wealth inequality around the world. That's it for this week's headlines. Thanks for listening. For more details of those stories or for more Catholic talks, interviews and programs, visit cradio.org.au.